0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Out of Romans, the second chapter and the fourth verse as we start. Amen. Our word uh, ministry today. Hallelujah. First slide is Romans 2 verse 4. I'm reading from New Living Translation. You've heard me say over and over again, there are times that I am led to use a Different version from the King James, which is our traditional version of the Bible. Amen. uh, That was completed, I believe, in the 16th century, off the top of my head. And hallelujah! It's 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 English we don't really use anymore today. Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes it's necessary to uh, uh, use a different version, like the New Living Translation, to kind of for our modern way of thinking to understand with this. Middle Eastern book has to say to us, Amen. Glory to God. And we need to think about it that way. This is a Jewish book. This is a Middle Eastern book that we are reading. And Hallelujah. Sometimes with our Western culture, it's hard to grasp things. Amen. Our modern culture. Amen. So with that said, we're coming out of Romans two and four, New Living Translation. Here the Apostle Paul is talking to the church at Rome, which was a mixture of Jewish and uh Gentile believers. Amen. Hallelujah. And he wants to convey, amen, how wonderful God is to them. Amen. And he says, don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? It's a question I want to pose to all of us. Amen. Don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? (laughs) Does how wonderful, kind, and tolerant, and patient God is with you, does it mean nothing to you? He goes on to say, Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? The King James Version would say, It is the goodness of God that leadeth thee to repentance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, it is very easy for us to look out upon the world and all the atrocities that go on day to day and the loss that we've all suffered at one time or the other and uh, the inequities of life and uh, the highs, the lows, the good and the bad, hallelujah, where we uh, can tend to attribute all the challenging things of life To God, all the difficult things, all the bad things in life, in this world, to God. Hallelujah. God wants me to share with you today that God is good. Matter of fact, he's wonderfully kind. He's tolerant. He's patient with us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, you know, unfortunately in our churches, because we have not been taught or we don't understand the goodness of God, we have used... uh, Mistakenly, uh, judgment that we believe is coming from God towards us, Hallelujah, to try to uh, modify the behavior of people, particularly in the church, Amen. But this is not God's way, Hallelujah. What is God's way, Hallelujah? Next slide, please, Hallelujah. This is our title today: The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Is God's goodness that causes us to want to live, A, for him and be saved, and B, hallelujah, to live a life that is in line with God's holiness. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I could yell at you all day, but that will not change you. Hallelujah. It is God's goodness, hallelujah, that motivates us to want to, A, be saved in the first place, And be, amen, live a holy and good life. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. With that said, amen, help me pray, hallelujah, as we ask God to have his way in this message today. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord God, for a warm, safe, and comfortable place to come and worship you today, Lord God. But Father God, as we come before you, and we need a word from you, Lord God, a word to carry us through this week, Lord God. Hallelujah. I confess that this task you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Nourish uh, spiritually your people today, and we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well in our lives. Through your goodness, in Jesus' name, somebody say amen it is the goodness of god that leads us to repentance hallelujah oh we know repentance is a church word amen hallelujah we're going to get into that hallelujah glory to god next slide please hallelujah let's look at some definitions real quick so that we go into this with an understanding hallelujah well the the kindness as it says in the new living translation of goodness where we get the definition from hallelujah the goodness of god that leads to repentance is a he is a uh excuse me is a greek word christos amen and it means to furnish what is suitable so god's in the business of uh furnishing us with that which is suitable useful beneficial or benevolent all right it describes what god defines is kind and therefore also eternally useful gracious god wants to be gracious to us he wants to be kind to us hallelujah that is his, uh, his way of doing things. Amen. Hallelujah. We serve a kind God. We serve a God. Hallelujah. That eternally wants to be kind to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, so we, we, we define g- kindness or goodness. Hallelujah. Let's move on to is intended or leadeth. is the goodness of God that leadeth. Hallelujah. It's a word, ago in the Greek. And it means to lead, to guide, or direct. Hallelujah. He wants to lead. Or guide us or direct us by way of his goodness, his kindness towards us. Hallelujah. His benevolence towards us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Eternally, his graciousness towards us. So God leads through his grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And hallelujah is the goodness of God that leadeth us or turns us to repentance. This word repentance. Hallelujah. We've heard this before, amen, but for those of you who have it, it's a word, metanoia, amen. Now, we often believe that repentance in church is coming up before the front of the church and crying and saying, I won't do this anymore, hallelujah, glory to God. But repentance really means a change of mind. It is the goodness or the graciousness of God, hallelujah, that guides us to a change of mind. We as human beings, we think, we feel and we act. If we have a change of mind, amen, hallelujah, about God's approach towards human beings, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, then it will change how we feel, and it will change ultimately how we act. Hallelujah, glory to God. If I think that God is always angry at me, If I think that God is always trying to beat me up, or if you're like me, amen, there was one point in my life as an ordained minister I thought God was trying to kill me, then it will impact the way I feel and ultimately uh, impact the way I acted, amen, hallelujah. Glory to God, no wonder I was entertaining, amen, suicidal thoughts. If God's trying to kill me, why do I need to be here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that was not so. Amen. We know that God, based on what we just read here, amen, these definitions, wants to be eternally kind to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. What is the goodness of God? What is it exactly? What's the goodness of God? We want to know exactly what it is. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. I'm coming out of Romans 5 and 6. We're in that same book of Romans. Amen. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. I'm going to read three scriptures to you real quick. Amen. To convey to you what the goodness of God is. Amen. First one from Romans 5 and 6. Amplified Version reads, While we were still helpless, powerless t- for our salvation. We need to understand that we were powerless to provide for our salvation no matter how much good human beings could do in particular the jews amen hallelujah they were powerless to provide for their own salvation hallelujah so while we were still helpless powerless to provide for our salvation at the right time christ died as a substitute for the ungodly hallelujah glory to god what is the goodness of god that he sent christ to die for the ungodly he didn't send Christ to die for the godly. He sent Christ to die for the ungodly. It is the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. 2 Corinthians 5.19. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. Amen. This is Paul now speaking to the church at Corinth. Amen. Hallelujah. Was, which was when in Europe. Hallelujah. And he says, it, it was God personally. We're talking about Father God personally in Christ. You know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one. So they were working in concert. Amen. Jesus wasn't working on his own accord. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. We're talking about the goodness of God. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. Amen. Hallelujah. That God was working in Christ. Father God was working in Christ. Hallelujah. To bring about our restoration. Amen. Canceling our trespasses. Amen. Glory to God. And bringing us back into restoration with him. Restored relationship with our creator. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're talking about the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. That which is going to impact the world, amen, and even transform the thinking of those that are saved already, amen, that we might have a different perspective on who God is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Let's go to old familiar, amen. Sometimes we just take this scripture for granted because we read it so much. It says from the Amplified Version, John 3, 16, for God so greatly loved. talking about Father God so... So, so greatly loved and dearly prized the world. I thought it said the church, I mean the church there, or just the Jews. No, for God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son. Hallelujah. This is why Abraham was offering up Isaac, amen, as a picture of what God, Father God, would do eventually with Jesus Christ given Abraham a, a greater understanding of what he was going to do. This great man and father of three religions, hallelujah, glory to God. We, we don't acknowledge one of them, amen, hallelujah, but Judaism and Christianity, hallelujah, we definitely acknowledge, hallelujah, that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whosoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish, shall not perish, shall not perish, but have eternal life i'm not gonna die you're not going to die this body will be dissolved but the real you will continue to live there have been many testimonies of those that have left and come back amen because it wasn't quite their time where they saw themselves outside of their body looking down that the real them the soul hallelujah Glory to God. The inner man, hallelujah. The spirit man, hallelujah. Glory to God. We'll live forever. Amen. We serve a God that gave us eternal life. I want you to really take that in for a second. God is so good that even when we didn't deserve it, he put on flesh and came and died in our place that we might live forever. Because he didn't want to be apart from us. This is the goodness of God that leads to a change of mind. Hallelujah. The favor of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there's a scripture, amen, and I didn't didn't want to hit you with too many scriptures today, but uh, it's in Proverbs, and it says, He that winneth souls is wise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if I'm mistaken and it it's someplace else, amen, hallelujah, I apologize in advance, hallelujah. But I believe it's in Proverbs, he that wineth souls is wise. With that in mind, let's go to the next slide. It's God's co- loving kindness draws people to him. It is God's loving kindness that draws people to him. If we don't understand about the goodness of God, we won't operate in a way that we draw people to him. And it's through his loving kindness. Hallelujah. glorious. it's not through his rebuke. Rebuke has a place. You know, sometimes I need to be corrected. Amen. But it doesn't mean God doesn't love me. He's not trying to beat me up, but he's trying to correct me. Hallelujah. Sometimes... The church needs to be corrected, amen, hallelujah. But ultimately, hallelujah, uh, that's correction always comes to stop a certain behavior, amen, hallelujah. But it's the loving kindness that draws, hallelujah. And that's been missing from many of our churches, amen, unfortunately, hallelujah. Let's, c- let's go to the next slide, please. Jeremiah 31 and 3, Amplified Classic Version. No, Jeremiah is prophesying to the, uh, the nation of Judah, they had, they had, dr- they had uh, fallen away from God, the southern kingdom. Hallelujah. They were on the brink of being um, conquered by Nebuchadnezzar. God allowed that to happen because they had fallen away from God. And they were under the old covenant, which was based on behavior, was based on uh, their good deeds. God knew they ultimately couldn't keep that Hallelujah! but they did agree to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So with that said under that old covenant, amen, this is what uh God had Jeremiah have to say to the nation of Judah. This the nation of Judah contained the temple. Hallelujah and all the priests. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I want you to keep this in mind as we read this although it is uh specifically directed to the nation of judah that we serve a god that has the same character today as he did back then all right glory to god so it reads from the amplified classic version jeremiah 31 and 3 it reads the lord appeared from of old to me israel saying yes i have loved you with an everlasting love so god had an everlasting love or unending love for israel amen now we serve, this, serve a God that's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So he has the same character today as he did back then when he had Jeremiah speak this message, amen, to the, uh, uh, the nation of uh, Judah. Hallelujah. So as God loves them with an everlasting love, he certainly loves his church with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. How did God draw them? With loving kindness. Have I drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. Hallelujah. Even when we are unfaithful to God, he's faithful to us. Even when we're backslidden, even when we go through our stuff, where we decide we're not going to read, we're not going to study, we're not going to church, we're not doing... God is faithful to us. Even when the world... That has turned them back on their creator. He still sent his son to die in each and every person's place. Hallelujah. That he might have renewed fellowship, renewed relationship with his creation. Where they would go from cre- just their creation to sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. It is the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. But what about this word, loving kindness? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Let's look at this word, loving kindness. Some of you have heard this Hebrew word before. We're in the Old Testament portion of the Bible. Now the, the root words are Hebrew. Loving kindness is a word, hallelujah, uh, named hesed. Hallelujah. Chesed, hallelujah, it means favor, good deed, merciful kindness. Mercy is not giving you what you deserve, which is hell, which is separation from me forever, which means really death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Through his favor, through his good deeds, or it, well it says good deed, hallelujah. Good d- what was his good deed? He sent his son to die in our place. Hallelujah. Through his good deed, through his merciful kindness, god drew drew the uh the people of judah and ultimately israel and ultimately drew those of us that are in the church hallelujah through merciful kindness hallelujah you know there's not a lot of kind people in the world but our god is kind we're not always kind to ourselves but god is kind he's mercifully kind hallelujah Glory to God. This is the God we serve. This is the God, hallelujah, that, you know, wouldn't you change your mind, amen? God reveals himself to be good and loving and patient and, and canceling your trespasses. Wouldn't that change your mind to one to serve him? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We ought to love one another as God has loved us. if you find yourself in a situation where people are unloving towards you, the Christian point of view should be this person's not loving towards me because they've not experienced the true love of God. They've not experienced the kindness of God. We get so crushed when people treat us unkindly. But there's a different perspective of compassion or empathy, if this person is unkind to me, they've never experienced the kindness of God. If this person is mean and ugly to me, if this person is racist or misogynist, hallelujah, or holds bias against me, they have not experienced the kindness of God. Saints, we ought to love one another as God has loved us and not be so devastated when we're treated unkindly by others. But merely remove yourself from that situation if you're not at that place where you can thus love your enemies. Get what you need. And then, hallelujah, when you're at the point where you're strong enough, then you could be in the presence of these people and love on them. Love your enemies, even when they're unlovable. Hallelujah. But next slide, please. We're coming out of John 13, 34 through 35. This is Jesus speaking. Amen. All this in preparation. Amen. Of him going to the cross. Amen. He is preparing his disciples for his crucifixion. He says, I'm giving you a new commandment. They were so familiar with the Ten Commandments. Amen. Hallelujah. He's he's basically uh, encapsulating the Ten Commandments in one new commandment. He says, I am giving you a new commandment, that you love one another. (laughs) He just told us to love one another. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Just as I have loved you. So, if we deductively look at this scripture, he is commanding them to love one another because he has first loved them. They have experienced his love, so now they are capable of loving one another. He goes on to say, so you too are to love one another. How do we love one another? As I've loved you. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you have love and unselfish concern for one another. One of the identifiers of being a follower of Christ is that you love the brethren. How do you have unselfish concern for one another? We're all in the process. We all have areas where we feel unloved. God's been unfair to us, when life's thrown us something uh, that's too much for us to handle, amen. But I'm here to tell you today that God loves us, amen. He wants every cell, every atom in your body to be bathed in his love. Every part of your conscience, every part of your memory, hallelujah. God never intended for us to go through those tough things that we went through, those abusive things, those uh, things that lacked love, hallelujah, glory to God, and he always had intended for you to experience his love. We're talking about the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. But it brings up a question, next slide please. What does loving one another look like from a practical standpoint? What does loving one another look like? Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Going back to Romans. Hallelujah. Romans 12 and 10. I'm reading the new international readers. I mean, excuse me, the new international version, the NIV. Hallelujah. Paul says to the church at Rome, he says, be devoted to one another in love. That you are committed to loving one another. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. It's difficult to put somebody above yourself if you don't know you're loved already. Oh, how our marriages would be transformed if we put one another above ourselves. Oh, how our churches would be transformed. How this world would be transformed if everybody was devoted to one another in love and honored one another, respected one another above yourselves by God. Not with an agenda that I'm going to do for you because I expect you to do for me. We're good at that. That's called manipulation. Talking about a genuine, unselfish love, which is an action word. You're kind, you're patient, you're uh, generous in your time, in your words, in your thinking, in your consideration for one another. Amen. Above yourselves. And I always give this example. when We used to, before the pandemic, and we had the, uh, the uh, events in the back of the church where we would fellowship together and eat and sit down with one another. Amen. And everybody was concerned. Pastor, did you get your plate yet? Did you get your plate yet? I was thinking about everybody else. Did everybody else get their plate yet? When they get theirs, then I'll get mine. You know, we have a pastor mentality approach towards the pastor where he has to get his first as opposed to I'm a servant. I'm here to serve you. Hallelujah. Jesus was a servant. He came to serve us. Matter of fact, he came to die. He loved us enough. He died for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What does love look like? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From a practical sense. It is when I've gotten what I need. In the in this case, it's love, and then hallelujah, having the ability to put others before myself. It's not being um, neglect, not neglecting my well-being. Now, you 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 are caring about your well-being because you're getting what you need in form of love, but when you have that exceeding abundantly above all, you ask or think love operating in your life, amen, then you're able to generously put others before yourself. Hold the door for somebody. Uh, Look out for somebody, amen. My, you know, I know this is very controversial, amen. I get it. I know it, hallelujah, as far as Christmas. I get it. I know the background. I know all that. And now I really see it as an American holiday. Hallelujah, glory to God. But it gives me more joy to uh, to see people receive what I've given them than for me to have something for myself. Jesus said it himself, it's better to give than to receive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're talking about the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Tell people about the goodness of God. Our job is to tell people about God's goodness. Hallelujah. We know God's goodness, hallelujah, was sending his son to die in our place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And every all other goodness is born out of that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our last scripture here. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Mark 16, 15. Amplified Classic Version. Amen. And I understand that this scripture is not in every manuscript of the Bible. I get it, Bible scholars out there. I understand. Amen. Hallelujah. But there were enough, hallelujah, church fathers, amen, scribes and leaders who believed that it should belong there and was canonized, amen, in the final version of the Bible to include this scripture so Mark 16 15 I am reading from the Amplified Classic version and this is Jesus speaking he said unto them go into all the world and preach and publish openly good news preach and publish openly good news I've gotten my love I've experienced God's kindness I have a change of mind I go from wanting to be a sinner to now wanting to uh, be a Christian. In my Christian process, amen, God is unveiling his goodness and his love to me. He is healing my past experiences, my memories, my insecurities I'm being delivered from, my, my flaws, I'm being, transferred, uh, tr- uh, being transformed over time, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, I've spent time with God in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. I've gotten all that I need. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am still a work in process because we all will be until Jesus comes back. Hallelujah. But we find ourselves at a point now where we have, hallelujah, a good portion of what we need. Amen. And we go out into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel to every creature of the whole human race hallelujah hallelujah we have to experience his goodness that leads to a change of mind in us that god is good and then once it's happened to us then we can love one another in the church and once we've loved one another in the church then we can go out in the united front amen and publish the good news to the world hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. But if I'm in the church, amen, and I don't know how good God is, and I'm still caught up in that nobody loves me kind of mode, then I'm not going to publish good news. So it's incumbent upon us to know how good God is. It doesn't mean that everything will go perfect in your life. We live in a fallen world. But it means that you have an advocate, someone, hallelujah, Glory to God, that will help you overcome every challenge in life, no matter how small it is. Amen. Hallelujah. We had, hallelujah, in our home. Amen. And my wife may get mad at this about me. Hallelujah for saying this. Amen. Our shower went out again earlier in the week. That means nobody can shower. A lot of wash-ups. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not the same as a shower. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I didn't quite know what to do, amen, about it. Hallelujah. I was praying one morning. God said, contact uh, the landlord. May sound simple to you, but it's something I needed to hear. Amen. I contacted the landlord, and after some communication, amen, a plumber was sent out. Amen. Glory to God. Now, he came in yesterday, amen, and went in there and said, I don't know what's wrong. That's not something you want to hear when you're ready to take a shower now this is something basic this is not earth shattering anything like that this is a first world problem this is but you know it is a challenge nonetheless amen hallelujah so he went in there and he was able to get the the faucet off and the pieces around it amen and he saw two things out of alignment and said i don't know what to do with this 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 has never happened to him before he said amen thank god for a wife amen so this has never happened to him before. So I, I started praying right there. I said, Lord, God, this man's hands, please, <laughs> so he can get this fixed. <laughs> they can't hear you on here. So hallelujah. So hallelujah. He, he went back to the car. He got some other tools, and he was able to successfully take the parts out. And then he understood. And he was able to go to Home Depot, bring back a new part, fix it, and all that. I said all that to say that even our mundane, everyday problems, we need to have the confidence that God is on our side to figure out for us. Hallelujah. But when I had the issue, I didn't call up my mother or my father or anything like that. I called up my Heavenly Father and asked him what to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, and he solved it, amen. The same thing in your lives. God wants to be good to us. Hallelujah, we will have challenges in life, amen. Seek him out, and if you can't hear him, I'm not talking about with an audible voice, I'm talking about from within, amen, hallelujah. Don't do anything until he communicates to you. Hallelujah, Lord to God. And expresses his goodness to you, amen. And once you have the instructions, Hallelujah, he will help you overcome things. Amen, hallelujah. That's just a side note to the goodness of God, amen. Ultimately, he sent his son to give us access to all these promises, to all this help. Think of promises as God's help. (laughs) Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, he wants to help us, amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. Last slide, please, amen. It is the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. I'm done, hallelujah, Somebody say amen. Friends, if you were impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you, God loves you, and go on with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.